I was like going in school and everything. And then my teacher was like, yo, you have a problem. And they sent me to the doctor and they had these blocks and they kept going through these blocks, red, yellow. Mm -hmm. And they had a green block and they kept putting it in front of me. And I thought it was gray. They kept saying gray, gray. And And they kept bringing it out. And I was smart enough to know there's a problem with this block because this is a different, all the other blocks are different, but that was the same block. Mm-hmm. And they, and I was like, that's the gray block. Why do you keep bringing that one out? And then I found out it was colorblind. And then all those circle tests that people do, I can't see any of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can't see mm-hmm. any of them. So do you get like a disability check? I wish <laughs> I would dude. And it sucks too. Cause they had those glasses that people put on. They like fucking cry mm-hmm. and everything. And I'm like, dude, I've done the research, and as far as I know, mm-hmm. they don't work mm-hmm. because my eyes are damaged, like the cones, mm-hmm. so I can't actually see those colors. And all that does is it kind of like fixes the the broken cones a little bit, so everything's just sharper. Oh, okay. So it's not like actually a different color. Yeah. But everybody, this is episode fifteen of Help I'm High and Can't Get Down. We got my boy. Ty Erskine, right here. He's a fucking comedian. He hosts the podcast The Session. Mm-hmm. And then he also is a fucking photographer. Yes. I believe, right? Yes. Videographer or whatever you want to do. You mm-hmm. do weddings and shit like that? I would want to. Because yeah. <laughs> it pays a lot. But yeah. I'm not on that type of level yet. Okay. Yeah. And these glasses are work glasses. Yes. So you just say, yeah. You I get, can see. I uh, he I, looks way cooler with them <laughs> on, so I'm glad he was wearing them. I wear I wear them because like when I I look at computer screens all day, so oh, I would shit. leave with, like a major headache. Wow! And so, so what I do just, those glasses do exactly? So uh, they stop like I guess the ray from the screen hitting your eye so much. Okay. So usually like when people have work glasses like computer glasses, they're usually blue, but okay. I got them to where you can't see the blue tint. Whoa. So they just look like okay, glasses. so that's what I was actually going to ask because I was like, yeah. there probably would have to be a tent. Yeah, but they took okay. them out. So, wow. I mean, back in high school, I used to just wear Science. glasses for the. <laughs> <laughs> I used to just wear glasses just for the look. So it's kind of like that too. But yeah, they're definitely for work because yeah, my my I can't do the headache every day. Okay. Yeah. Sweet. So, how long have you been doing comedy for? for I've two seen years. you around. Okay, sweet. So yeah, about the same time you did. Hell yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. What is your like main inspiration for comedy? Like to what, like, like how did you start? Like what made you think like oh I'm gonna start doing comedy? I was the class clown man. I was getting in trouble for it. Like I made good grades at some point. Then I started to make decent grades, and uh, always on my report card it would just be like he just talks too much. Like, <laughs> but Sames. I would never I would never yeah. talk at home though. So my mom could never like really understand. Um, but like, I just would tell people in high school, like, I'm gonna be a comedian jokingly. Cause I mean, that was my real dream, but I had other dreams too. So you waited like me cause mm-hmm. you're, how old are you? I'm 31. Okay. Yeah. So if you start, if you've only been doing it for two years and you've been telling people in high school, it's kind of mm-hmm. like how it happened for me. I waited cause I was like, when I first got here, I like started doing theater. Where are you from? Toledo area. Okay. I, I, I say Toledo, but it's like a small town called Napoleon. It's like, okay, yeah, yeah. okay, you know it? 
I'm familiar. <laughs> never, yeah, I, I, never, like, yeah. I never been, but He's I'm familiar. Like, I, I got bitches numbers. And nah, I'm familiar with a lot of towns in uh, Ohio because I ran track. So like, oh uh, okay, yeah. where are you from? I'm from Columbus. Okay. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. 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 But um, yeah, I would just tell people, but like, and then like I would tell my friends in college, and one of my friends was like, you do you want to do it? And then like they had like a kind of like a talent show, and I that was like 2012. And I did it, and people said they laughed, but I didn't really hear nobody laugh. How old were you there? Uh, 2012, some somewhere around like 21, 22, depending on. Damn. Yeah. So then I just. Who was this talent show through? It was uh, when I went to college at Youngstown State. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I was like, I was like, I was like, it couldn't have been high school. Nah. It was like, <laughs> damn. It was like, well, who's having talent shows right now? Right. So uh, I just went up there and like, it didn't go too well, but I didn't know like how the process worked. I just went up there and freestyled it and it didn't. Okay. To me, it didn't go so too well. So you didn't do any studying. You didn't know anything really about comedy. You nah. just kind of just went up there. Yeah. I just went up there and then I was like, yeah, I'll wait. How long did you, were you up there? For like five minutes. I didn't really count. Did you bomb? I'm def I felt like I bombed. People okay. said they laughed, but I didn't hear nobody laugh. Mm -hmm. So I felt like I would say it was a bomb. Okay. So but what then, do you think a bomb is? A bomb. Because um, I ask everybody this question, and everyone has a different answer. That's a good question. I think a bomb is honestly, if you have to know yourself and know comedy a little bit, but I would say a bomb would be like truly like no jokes landed. Okay. Because I can go in one room and, and my set works. What if one joke lands and everything else fails? I wouldn't say it was a bomb. Okay. Because if you had sex with a girl, but the sex wasn't good, but the head was good, she's still going to be somewhat satisfied. So. Okay. <laughs> okay. So she might not. She might. This is what we need on Help I'm High is that we need more black wisdom <laughs> on here. Because I was reading, I was reading something like Drake like a quote from Drake where uh -huh. he was like saying something about success or whatever. And he was like, he's like, don't worry about people who like don't want you to follow your goals. He's like, that's why a Lamborghini has two seats and the bus has 30. Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, even if, if he didn't say that, I was like, you know, that's kind of fire. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, no, because I mean, like, if you give a girl good head, but the sex is okay or decent, she's gonna be more inclined to call you because she yeah. wants the head, and she'll mm -hmm. just deal with the sex. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, so, yeah. like, you know, the other jokes didn't work, but this one joke worked, and somebody okay. might be more inclined to be like, "I'll listen to him next time." So that's almost—it's almost kind of along the lines. I've heard the the one that I was most satisfied with the answer with was uh, they said the person said the bomb is how you feel after you get off the stage. Mm. So even if your jokes didn't land, mm -hmm. it could have been just the audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have, but like you said, you have to know comedy. So mm -hmm. you have to know that it was the audience. Yeah, you have to know if it was like, Oh, this audience wasn't paying attention. Or yeah, yeah. Like when I first started, I was like, dang, like I'm bombing a lot. Well, not necessarily a lot, but I'm, I would take bombs a little bit more personal, but then I started to understand it may not be you. It may be the room or, um, sometimes like some people because since columbus isn't a comedy city sometimes yeah. i feel like people just they just up there to drink they're not yeah. really they didn't really come to see comedy so yeah. you can't really like gauge if your jokes are funny because they're not comedy people so they're not even they're just trying to like take away the stress from the day so okay. i would say like try your different sets in different rooms yeah see what works out
How much material would you say that you have? Solid material. Like After mini-wise? two years. Yeah. Minute-wise, uh, I can do at least about an hour. Wow. Yeah. But that's easy for me, though. Don't take it okay. that way. Because I talk a lot. And you know yeah. me, I tell a lot of stories. Yeah. So it's nothing. Like, I was going to say, I checked out your... When did you start your podcast? To 2020. Okay. So during the pandemic, yeah, I'm yeah. assuming. Okay, I so. had a whole bunch of other episodes, but... Um, you have a lot of episodes. Yeah. Damn. I have like... I started off on one page and then like once I picked it back up, I thought that I had signed into my original page where all my other episodes were. Okay. And I realized I started a whole nother account. So some of them is in one section, the other one is in another Okay, so that's why I was confused, because I was on Spotify, and it started off at, like, 35 or something like that. the other ones are, like, they're under, they're the same name, that the logo looks a little bit different. Okay. So the first 33 episodes is on another account. Yeah. But on Spotify still. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so that's why I couldn't find it. I was, like, confused. Yeah. Because I saw your one, and it started at, like, 35. I've been trying to, like, put them together, but it's kind of hard to figure out. I got you. So you use Anchor. Yes. Okay, so I'm a little confused. Uh-huh. I heard you got ads. Yes. So I have, I guess I have ads, uh-huh. but like, how do you get the... Do so they, Anchor does everything for you. You just record it, upload it, and then once you get like a certain amount of people that listen... Do they send you an email though? For the ads? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't got that far. I just got the original ad from Anchor. Like the Anchor What was it at? Where is it at? It's like... Because I, like, literally have been told, like, on the website, uh-huh. it's like, you have them, uh-huh. and I can add them to my, my episodes. Yeah, yeah. I'll sh- I can show you. Okay, I sweet. can show you, yeah. yeah but- might as well do a commercial for it. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, because no, I was like, I literally started his episode, and that's how it starts. And that's how I was like, he's yeah. like, Anchor is the, and I was like, bro, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, how did he get the, I was like. Uh, yeah, so I'll, 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 I'll show you. Hell and yeah. then once you get more listeners, you get more ads, like legit ads. Okay. From like Manscaped. How many, listeners do, how many listeners do you have? I don't got that many. Okay. I think maybe because like when I switched it, it kind of like fell off. But when I first started, I had a lot of momentum, but okay. I haven't. The so, second half, nah. You <clears> only <throat> do audio. Yes. And you do not post to YouTube. No. Okay. I will say... So I do video for a few reasons, mm-hmm. just because like one, I really enjoy the Joe Rogan style. I really mm-hmm. like the conversation, being able to see people's facial expressions when they're saying stuff, because a lot of, I feel like some of the times when people are hearing stuff or they're seeing stuff online, uh, when they're reading things and they're getting offended or whatever, it's because they're not see some stuff is bad Mm -hmm. you know obviously when you watch it and you see it and everything but like i feel like a lot of times it's because people aren't seeing the conversation they're not seeing the emotion or they're not see you know and and i feel like it causes a lot of issues when you're just reading because i sent a joke to somebody recently and they were like that's not funny yeah and i was like fuck i thought it was really funny Mm -hmm. and then i did it on stage that night and it murdered Mm -hmm. and i was like like what the yeah. fuck i get what you're saying a little bit but i think what you what you're saying wouldn't hold up in like court like if yeah was, i get you like if it was rape yeah like, oh yeah you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not well <laughs> i i saw his video his apology looked really sincere yeah, like i heard the moans and stuff but when i saw it it was a whole different experience um i just don't do audio because like I can do it myself. I can, I mean, yeah, video. I can do video myself, but like I record my stuff on my phone. Okay. Like, so I can do it on my laptop, but 
my sometimes I'll go to people's houses and record it. So I just I just record my podcast on my phone, and it's kind of hard to record on the phone and video record on yeah, the phone I got too. You, I got you. So. I'm a one man band and I do a lot of stuff, so I just be Yeah. Yeah. I haven't found somebody you else need some that people, can record. bro. I know I don't You need some people. It's the thing about black people, we have a hard time connecting. You know what? So Chris Johnson was a hard guy to crack. <laughs> but when I first started comedy, he opened to me. Uh huh. I'll I'll extend my arms to you. <laughs> I have people, Ty Erskine. Okay. I can I can get you some numbers, whatever you want. Okay, we can talk. Producers, whatever. <laughs> we can talk. Everyone, everyone's interested in doing shit. I th- this is the problem. This is the problem that I see with mm-hmm. Columbus comedy, is that I feel like there are too many clicks. I feel oh, like God. there's too many clicks, and people aren't <clears throat> trying to open themselves to just doing shit with people. Mm-hmm. Because like the one thing that I want to do is I just want to like. I want to have everybody like mm-hmm. I feel like it would be dope if we could do like a Columbus comedy scene thing where it's like people are all in videos and people are all you know what I mean and everyone's doing comedy shit together and there's like a Columbus comedy video thing I mm-hmm. think that's kind of like what Chris is trying to do with mm-hmm. Cap City Comics but I think that we need we need like more of it yeah uh i I guess I can agree with like the you said, Because like what you said, you said you don't know anybody. Yeah. And it's not like you're not in a clique, but you're in like your own clique. You know what I mean? Well, you know me. I don't really talk to too many people. He's a loner. <laughs> I don't mind talking. No, why is that? I, uh, I'm, well, Let's talk about I have, that. I have five siblings. Okay. I have four sisters. Uh, my that's one, it. My that's one it. sister, uh, my, one of my oldest sisters passed away last year. And I have a brother, Fuck. but I just met him like a couple years ago. So when I was younger, Fuck. when I was younger, I was, it was me and my older sisters and then just me, but we're so far apart in age. So by the time, like, I'm like seven you years old. You grew up with them? Yeah. Yeah. Would but you by, say that you grew up more feminine? Yeah, for sure. But <laughs> like, as I got older, they left the house. Okay. So I was like left alone a lot. Okay. And so I'm used to it. I don't mind hanging out and talking to people, but like I don't give a lot of my time and energy to a lot of people because everybody don't deserve it. Yeah, not I know that I got sounds you. like no, super no, no, no. bougie. I got but you. But like I, I have a big heart, and sometimes we have a big heart. A lot of things that's can go a, wrong. Yeah, that's like that's like a philosophy you have to take up. Like, yeah, it's like if you say like a lot of people don't deserve it, that's like people that you know they're yeah. doing shit. So that's why I they're mainly moving. that's why I mainly like just stick to myself. Like yeah. I, I got friends, of course, but like yeah. that's why I, I'm kind of like when I be at the club, I don't really say I was much. actually say I was actually worried because when I came up to you at Saber Pint and I was like, dude, would you do the podcast? I was like worried. I was like, this guy's gonna say no. Like, I'm busy, dude. I got so much shit going on. I was like, but you were like, yeah, dude. And I was like, Fuck yeah, that was yeah. like the easiest conversation ever. Yeah, you looked a little nervous. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I was. I was like, fuck. But yeah, I was gonna say because I'm I'm super interested in your podcast because mm-hmm. you do conversations about everything. Yeah, you do pol- politics, mm-hmm. love, yeah, fucking everything. Yeah, What's I that do. all about? What, what like what? Tell me about the mind of Ty Erskine. So. My podcast is basically like my way of exercising my journalist, my journalist muscle. I used to be, a, well, I still consider myself a journalist. I used to be, I used to work at a news station. Oh, shit. And I was like, that was Where, my. Can you say? Yeah, yeah. Um, K-I-D-Y Fox San Angelo. Damn, and, where's uh, that at? It's in San Angelo, Texas. 
it's a small station. Like, did you like it there? Texas? I did like Texas. It, was, it, had, it had to get some adjusting to it. Because the town that I lived in, it wasn't a lot of white people. You from, you're from Columbus. You yeah. were born here? Mm-hmm. And so then the, you went there for like... Yeah, for that job. Oh, shit. So yeah. you moved there for that job. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a lot of white people. It wasn't a lot of black people. It was only like three. <laughs> it was a lot of Mexicans. And then like when I... So I did news and sports. So when I would go do the sports stuff... I'd be out in the middle of nowhere, and then some white people would see me, and they'd be like, like, I'm an alien. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, Because <laughs> they don't really see too many black people where they're from. That's crazy. But it was fun. Um, but I didn't do it too long, because I used to intern at Channel 10 here, and it was just totally Look different. Look at you. Yeah, it was totally different. So I was like, eh. Oh, yeah, dude. But I just didn't like the fact that I couldn't come up with- You went to college? With, yeah graduated <laughs> yes i'm just making sure yeah. yeah i went to ohio state okay yeah what, which in your degree would be in journalism or that was the plan then my i was coming up on my junior year and i had transferred to ohio state okay okay and uh they was like yeah they they i kept getting a runaround about what i needed to do to get into the school of communications to finish and i was like a junior and i was running out of financial aid and so i was i had i switched my major to sociology I switched it because my minor was in criminal criminal justice, and so okay. a lot of the courses like coincide with each other. So I already had like half of the stuff. Do you already do a completed. lot of working criminal justice right now? Nah, nah, okay. nah, nah. I just like I just wanted to learn about the law. Well, okay. this is the plan. The plan was to get a degree in communications and have a minor in criminal justice because let's face it, a lot of black people who are who are athletes they get in trouble with the law. So yeah. I wanted to have that information in my background just in case. Okay, okay. Just another, like, muscle. Just, like, in case I get tattoos. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. But, no, it was cool. I got my degree in sociology. And uh, so, basically, my podcast is, like, a way of me flexing that journalist muscle because when I would go to my news director and say, I want to do this story, or I would call, like, somebody to, you know, come and do the story no, with me. No, Tyler. Yeah. That's uninteresting. Yeah, so, like, I try to... Do you think white people in Columbus or Texas want to read about love <laughs> from a black woman? <laughs> so, what I did, the, um... I want to do a story Absolutely. about, like, like, lunches. Like, the lunch... You know how you go to school lunch and it's just terrible? Yeah. I want to do a story about that. And the school district was like, nah, but we can do a story about, like, our college week. And I just got tired of, like, doing stories that was, like... You were being told. Yeah, like, so I was like, nah, I want to do my own stuff. So that's why I came back home and was I'm like... I'm so yeah. happy that you did that. Yeah, I, I feel like so many people bend over and just be like, all right, college. Yeah, man, I couldn't do it, man. I was out there doing puff pieces and I just didn't like it. I just didn't like it. Do you have your own website? Nah, okay. nah, I want to, but I'm pretty, I, I got, yeah, nah, nah. I had one at one point, but I don't got it no more. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Damn. I had an OnlyFans at one point. Whoa. Yeah. How'd that go? Did you make money? No, I didn't. <laughs> Dang. What were you doing? It. Like sex stuff? Or I were wasn't you doing, doing like- sex stuff. I was just using it to try to like put my comedy videos on there and people could see that exclusively. Did you get any just, buyers? No. Damn. Not even myself. <laughs> <laughs> crazy wait do they make you subscribe to yourself nah but i would have tried to pay for myself if i could oh, okay <laughs> he's like no i chipped in in some people's only fans and i let it go so yeah hell yeah so journalists that's mm -hmm. interesting so i wasn't aware of that yeah, yeah. so that yeah. makes a lot of sense about like why you are going into all the topics yeah, yeah, yeah so what what drives you like intellectually as a journalist then so like what's the thing that interests you the most like if you were 
going to write stories about anything, like in the first thing that pop up to your mind, what would it be? It would probably be I'm a, I'm a like environment. I'm a, like an environmental smut. Like I really Ooh. care about like you know um, global warming and um, so you know all the facts. I don't know all the facts, but I know that it's real. Okay. <laughs> And I don't need science to tell me that. Like, it barely snows anymore. Like, yeah. that's not that's not normal. Yeah. You know, and it's barely hot in the summertime. Yeah. Like, so probably like that. And then, like, maybe the disparities between, like, different races. Um, that story's been told, but probably in a different light. Like, when it comes to, like, business. Okay. Or stuff like that. Um, so, like, what angle for that would you take? Um, so like, you know, there's a lot of donut shops that I didn't know about in Los donut Angeles. Shops? Yeah. There's a lot of donut shops in California, but there's more like Cambodian and like donut shop, donut owners. So apparently like there was a war in Cambodian, United States saved them, brought them over here, brought like the refugees over here. And then all of them started opening up donut shops. And so like in California, like they don't have Dunkin' Donuts. They, they don't even have Tim Donut, Tim Hortons because there's just a whole bunch of local donut shops but okay. if black people were to try to do that probably wouldn't happen but okay, it happens okay. easily for like cambodians and stuff like that so so this is like an interesting thing that i've always thought about because like it's like i've talked to a lot of uh like we just had halima on last mm -hmm. week and she's somalian mm -hmm. and she was talking about how it like she like has dealt with racism but mm -hmm. like it's like different than yeah. black Americans, like yeah. people who are, Af uh, you know, African American or whatever, yeah. you, whatever term you want to fucking use. But like, uh, like she said, it's just like different. It's like, there's like a different vibe. Like her parents are like racist is uh -huh. like what she was saying. And it's like, yeah. and it's like very interesting to me that there's like this different dynamic and I don't, un and this is why it's like the PC argument really uh -huh. just doesn't make sense to me oh, yeah. because there's like every, it's like there's, there's different views even in the black community yeah. like because like when you say black what do you even mean like do you mean like the skin color or do you mean like the identity because right. it's like some people identify differently in the black and it's like i'm so confused by the whole ordeal because it's like it can be confusing but it's only confusing because white people made it that way so <laughs> <laughs> the ones with pink hair yeah <laughs> but there's even like confusion between like african americans and africans like africans look at us and don't consider us to be african really yeah they really like i've had an african person tell me like i don't consider you to be african like i'm a real african that's what he told me like like it's just set up that way like now let me ask you this are you you're actually so how deep is your family american are you like um you like and you ask me questions that I don't know because my mom, my mom is from St. Louis. I dig deep. <laughs> my mom is from St. Louis. Okay. And so we don't know. I don't know that side of the family okay. or like that. But um, in Missouri, there's a lot of Native Americans. And my great grandma and my great grandpa was both Native American, like true blood. My Hell great grandma yeah. lived to be 105. <gasps> so I don't know how much Native American I have what, uh, in me. Do you know what tribe? I have no idea. Damn. No, I have Supposedly. No idea. Yeah. I don't believe my mom because she's crazy. <laughs> but... So when I would go to my uh, great grandmother's house, there would be a picture of her mom mm -hmm. and she was like in like the full like Native American garb. Mm -hmm. And I probed my mom about it recently. And first she told me she was full, but then I found out she's only half, but she was like half Blackfoot, I mm -hmm. guess, which is like still nuts to me. Cause I'm yeah. like that, 
is crazy to me. But you said because she was like fucking old as fuck. Mm-hmm. She yeah, was, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what? It's in their system that makes them live. I have so no idea. My great, I, I never. I don't think. I, yeah, I've seen a picture. My great grandma is dark, but my mom told me that my great grandpa is like, they're in there white. Whoa. And my, I've heard rumors that my grandpa. I've never met him. I heard rumors that he dated a very fair-skinned, blonde-haired lady. So I don't know if she was white. Because my mom don't have a relationship from with her mom. Okay. She was abandoned. So that okay. would make sense as to why, especially in St. Louis. Okay. But, um, yeah. So I really don't know. I want to know. But I'm not about to pay $100 to answer. <laughs> yeah, it's like, fuck that shit. To find out where I was stolen from. That just don't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> don't. I think that's the biggest ripoff. But whatever. Yeah, man. <laughs> it is so crazy. But no, it is differences. But it's the only differences because, like I said, white people made it that way with slavery. Like the light-skinned people would be in the house. The dark-skinned people would be, yeah. you know, in the field. And then it's, it's still to this day. I mean, if you just want to. It's not just with black people. It's with anybody. Like just a family. And If we look at just a family in general. The only way that family is going to survive is if they stick together. If they're divided, it's not going to work. And that's what it is in the black community. Dude, it's just amen. divided. Dude, amen, brother. So, I feel like that that's like the thing that like, and it's not even, and, and to be honest, dude, it's not even now, nowadays, it's not even just the black community. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that like, as far as I know, uh, I don't know what the statistic is right now, Ridge, but I think it's like at least 50%. Mm-hmm. Everybody. Everyone divorce rate fifty percent at least in America. Yeah, yeah, and it's like that's insane. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what I heard. <laughs> yeah, it's just like just just being divided, man. That's that's what it is. It's like so you have your light skins, and Where, they act a your, certain way. You said so you you said you just met your brother, so that means that your parents were probably divorced then. Oh, or were they together? You're reaching high. They were never married. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's just like but were a, they together though? Nah, it's just like a wham bam. Thank you, ma'am. I got you. Yeah, yeah. She says they were together. He said they weren't. So okay, yeah. See, but yeah. See, but this is what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Divided. Yeah, yeah. And it just like sucks because it's like, who did you live with? My mom. I live with my dad like twice, but like my mom for the most part. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See. Yeah. And it just sucks, man, because I feel like nowadays, like my I lived with my dad, but like he most of the time just filled the house with a girlfriend and then he would be working. So mm-hmm. it was like, I, there was never, he was never really around. Mm-hmm. And so it was just like, it's just like weird that like a lot of dudes do that. And I don't understand. My dad is different. He was around, but we barely, uh, we barely talked. I'm so desperate. <laughs> my dad was physically they, there. He, he said earlier, I don't talk to people. So his dad would like show up. He'd be like, Tyler, I yeah. miss you. I love you. Nah, we, and he'd just be sitting there. Nah, we weren't saying that. It was, what's up? You hungry? Let's uh, go get you. Let's go shit. get some hair. Let's go get your haircut. And then he give me this long speech. This long speech about how bad I did in sports, whatever sport I was playing. And then it was like, "Come eat. I'm gonna take you home. I'll see you next week." Like that's how it was that's for like up. several years. Damn. We're better now, but I okay. still don't. We don't have a relationship. Yeah. I just go around. You still have a relationship with your mom? Yes, okay. but it wasn't always that way. Okay. It wasn't always that way. I didn't like both my parents. They were both I'm on and off of my parents too. Yeah, I didn't like my parents growing up. They were both just mean. They had yeah. their own issues, yeah. you know. But as but going to counseling definitely helped, especially me and my mom. Um, she's like my best friend so, now. So you go counseling or you go to therapy? What's what's the difference? There's really no difference. It's just okay. a difference in words. But okay. yeah, therapy. Do mm-hmm. you uh do you think that there is a uh, true value in therapy? Yes. Yes yeah. and no. Okay. Um, depends on your counselor. 
And so let me ask you the no first, because I feel like everyone knows the benefits Mm -hmm. because I feel like I understand the benefits, but I want to hear what your no is. So your no for the reason for my no is because you have to you can't just get a counselor and be like, this is going to be my counselor. I always say, like, if you go into counseling, your first session should be like a warm up, like an interview. Well, how do how do you do counseling? This is what I need in counseling and see if you two match up well and see if it's somebody that you would enjoy talking to for an hour every week or every two weeks, you know, and then the other part of the no would be um, other part of the no would be like if they're a good counselor, not all counselors are good. Like my counselor now is good. But the one I had before that didn't he wasn't really a counselor like he was just somebody I could vent to because he wasn't really giving me like no advice. And then um those would you know probably be my reasons as to know like you gotta see if you match well do you think that a really good friend could replace a counselor or a therapist nah no it's nowhere near the same wow okay it's night and day really yeah because your friend may be telling you something that they think you need to hear okay but you may not be ready to hear it you know what i'm saying whereas your counselor got more professional like so so are you saying that they would like cater more to like he's at this stage he can't hear this statement yet so i'm gonna dumb it down to a more you know emotional state for him so he can understand right okay so when i like i will instead of saying tyler you're a fucking piece of shit you need to get your life together it's hey tyler like have you maybe looked at things in your life that yeah. you could change yeah that could help you yeah, yeah. <laughs> the counselors have more like emotional intelligence to yeah, be yeah. Able to deal i got with, you like, i got what you you're going with like france is cool but nah yeah like, they're cool to talk to but nah i would go see a counselor okay yeah yeah, yeah. for sure yeah oh, yeah but now i like counseling man i go like every two weeks damn and i've been going since like 2014. nah i'm frugal mine's is only like <laughs> <laughs> mine's is only like thirty dollars but when i first was going i was going for and how free. long is that an hour <clears throat> yeah okay. when i first was going i was going for free so because i had melina and then they found out i made too much <laughs> <laughs> that's why i kept going through so many counselors because prices was just getting out of hand okay yeah yeah damn son yeah. so <clears throat> all right so i really love the journalist aspect of you mm-hmm. that's crazy yeah man that's fine man I don't know. Do you just, like write a lot, like other than like comedy? Mm-hmm. Do you do like a lot of like writing? Yeah, yeah. I used to be, I guess you can say, a com, com, col, columnist. Columnist. Oh, okay. I used to write like, like for this. Like a blog or whatever? Yeah, I used to write for this sports uh, website that this dude in Cleveland for a little bit. Damn, uh, you've got a resume. Yeah. I try to look to see like if he still had him up, but he don't. But like, yeah, Is I there, used to write. Yeah. So, wait a minute. But I used to write poetry. Let me ask I you used this. to write like songs. I'm stop. just a writer. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> if you got this whole fucking resume and right now you're like not doing too bad in comedy, you know what I mean? I don't know what your, you know, comedy resume is like, but like, have you ever thought about like trying to like apply for like, you know, a comedy writing thing like SNL or something? Hmm. Nah, I haven't even thought about it. Me writing for somebody else. I don't. As as far as like no, nah, I screenwrite. Okay. But as far as like writing jokes for somebody else, I don't see how I would be able yeah, to do yeah. that. Cause those I don't see how I could be able to talk for somebody. Okay. And I wouldn't want somebody to tell my jokes because I think my I mean everybody and I'm not gonna say I'm like different, but like yeah, I just don't see. Cause like for me, Let me I ask you this: What's different <clears throat> than you writing a joke for somebody? So like, hold on, what's different than you writing an article 
for a call or for for like a newspaper to put out mm-hmm. and a joke for like SNL to put out. A call like a newspaper article would be more professional, whereas a joke for somebody I can say whatever I want, and I wouldn't want my voice for somebody else. Okay, I mean like, but I I, I it would they would probably do like what you doing what you do in a like if you're an intern for like uh, news. So like a lot of them don't even write their stuff they might write but though somebody will have something typed in and then they'll go in and change it to their own like voice the big guy yeah so they'll like the earn turn will go in and write a little bit just give them the details and then the big guy that's on that that's going to be on tv that night he goes in and he'll change it to his voice you know because like, they don't have the time or whatever uh, so i guess the same could be done for comedy but I would probably be pissed if they changed my joke around. So, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, I, I don't mind, like, work. I wouldn't mind working for, like, a sketch comedy thing. I wouldn't mind. But it's just kind of like how, who you know. Okay. Like, you got to get your samples out there and, you know, work your way up. And I make enough right now to not be willing to sacrifice unless it was for something that I thought could be, like, a good avenue. Yeah, yeah. 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 What if it was, like, the same amount of money? And For sure. <laughs> you just be for like, sure, yeah. I would love to do that all day, every day. I'm just saying, man. Like, I it's like, I always like to promote people who like who I I love finding out people's passions, mm-hmm. and I love like hearing all about that stuff. And it always makes me sad that they're like <laughs> locked away, doing like a job that they are like not yeah. totally happy with. And I'm just like, dude, just yeah, that, try to just shoot. That industry is is. I want to say, especially it. if you have the resume, you yeah. have a resume. Yeah. Like you were just saying channel 10, San Francisco, <laughs> fucking San Antonio. Fuck, I don't all yeah. these places. I was like, damn, I want to try it. Um, like me and my girlfriend, we plan on, you know, after getting married, you know, going to, uh, maybe Chicago or Atlanta. I'll probably try it then, but I, I don't girlfriend know how your fiance. Nah, we ain't engaged yet, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, I want to wait and see. She's going to hear this. She's going to be <laughs> yeah. like, you hear that, Tyler? Yeah, nah. She would tell me no right now. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, damn. Yeah. She's a yeah. strong um, woman. Yeah. Um, I want to wait and see what happens with the Dave Chappelle comedy show, like club. Oh, okay. Yeah. And plus Cleveland, they have a lot of, they make a lot of movies up there. So I just kind of want to wait and see what happens. They do make a lot of movies. Yeah. So like, you know, I just want to wait and see and then get in baby that way instead of having to go out of the state. I'm not exactly sure. I think it was Cleveland, but I had a friend who I uh, did like a short film with when I first worked here, and he mm-hmm. did a film uh, for Captain America. I yeah, think yeah. that was in Cleveland. Yeah, yeah, it was. The yeah, Avengers. yeah. Yep. 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 Yeah, yeah. And so he was in The Winter Soldier, and he had to. He was the stand-in for The Winter Soldier. Oh, okay. So he got to. So I guess his job, which it doesn't. This doesn't make fucking any sense to me. <laughs> they had a guy train him what to do mm-hmm. and then he would be the guy that would stand on the set and show the actor what to do yeah um why do you have the fucking middleman why did you just i don't know why but my guess would be because if you're a stand-in like when the like when maybe the camp- you're so busy as a trainer i don't know a choreographer or something i don't know i just think like they probably just want both of y'all to be in sync because when their actor is not on set the stand-in is there and so I guess the movements kind of got to kind of mimic each other, I okay. guess. So that's the only thing I can notice. Because I've been on a set before. Okay. And they, they're they literally there all day. This, yeah, this guy's got a fucking resume. He um, 
John Travolta came into Columbus mm-hmm. and he uh, did a movie and he worked with him yeah. uh, and everything. So like I, I'm trying to get him on here, but uh, he's he's got his own podcast. He's super busy film shit. And it's like, damn. Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger filmed a movie here. I watched it not too long ago and um, it's on HBO Max. I can't remember. I think it's called Aftermath yeah. or something like that. Oh, shit. But it's all in Columbus. You see like the cop cars, the helicopter, Mayor Michael Coleman was in it. Oh shit! Yeah, Hell yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know if you saw. I don't know if you've watched any of the podcasts, but we had a guy on uh, an HBO show, fucking called Finding Magic Mike. I wanted to watch it, but then I was <laughs> like, "No, I'm cool." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, that it's just like so funny to me, like the ideas for shows that they get. Yeah, like, <laughs> I always like. I guess they just brought uh, Futurama back on uh-huh. Hulu. Uh huh. I'm just like. I, I was in, few, I was into it, but then I lost. I got out of it. It's just that's I don't what know, I'm I watching it. It's like I'm so tired of the revivals and the the remakes, mm-hmm. the remix, the live action remakes. It's like, dude, just make something new. Yeah, Hollywood. They just go based off what makes money, though. Yeah, yeah. So if it makes money, they're going to keep doing it. Unfortunately, but it's like, couldn't you just take the same exact story and then make? Like another, you know what I mean? Like a whole. I mean, other... they, they do, they do, but yeah. they are starting I mean? to make. I don't know. They, they are starting to make more movies that are different. Yeah, for a minute say, there, they were stuck. Yeah, all the minority mm-hmm. movies. Not necessarily. Moana. Not necessarily. Um, <laughs> like all um, the all the weird ones. Like they're doing a lot of crazy ones. Like like Nocturnal Animals is pretty good. What Nocturnal Animals? What's that about? It's about. Do they talk. Yeah, it's not. It's not like it's not nothing like that. Um, so it's it's basically like this author who has this. I don't think it's his ex-wife. It may be his ex-wife, and she kind of left him while he was writing this book. So then when he finishes the book, he gives it to her, and she's reading it. But in the movie, while she's reading it, it live plays like you know the book or whatever. But Whoa. it's super good though. Shit. And she realizes, dang, I fucked up. I should have like stayed with him. But damn, yeah, that's how it usually happens. <laughs> but it's a good movie though. It's very. Hey, different. but she making that money? Uh. <laughs> yeah, I'm still with you, baby. They always come look back what you around. did. <laughs> they always come back around. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Okay, so uh, journalist, you uh, started your podcast, mm-hmm. um, and you said you started your podcast because you were a journalist mm-hmm. and you wanted to like do your own thing. What? Would you say um, if you could learn about a topic more right now, like because you said you took criminology classes in co- college and everything, if you were going to take a deep dive into something right now that you haven't, what would it be? Have you ever heard of uh, the five love languages? Yes. Okay. I believe there's love languages for sex, and I would want to explore that. I was watching this you show. You need to do, I think you need to look into Indian. The Indian? Yeah. What do you mean? The Kama Sutra? Yeah, but not not, not like that. That's no, no, expositions. No, no. no, but no, I, I know what you're saying. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is that, like, I I think that us in America, we look at it that way. It's like, oh, it's a book of sex positions. But I don't think that that's entirely, you know what I mean? I think it's probably a little closer to what you're saying. Because I think it's more about, like, energy movement and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like, with sex. Yes. I don't know. I've never read it. Do you have it? I don't have it. Oh. Have you looked but into it? I have seen it. I want to get it. But I'm 30. 
so i don't know dun, about dun, the dun. flexibility of it all i think that if we just stretch a little bit more <laughs> we can you know we can do anything uh but i want to look into the love languages of sex like some people some people um could really get more of an orgasm if they're more like just being touched like that you know some people need penetration to get an orgasm so everybody don't so what kind of person are you um that's a good question i'll start i <laughs> i'm a passionate person you're a passionate person so i like to touch i and it makes me excited when i can make the other person excited so it's I like feel that. i like to like just like rub and touch and just like make them feel good i feel that so it's like I'm I'm more and and I never really understood the idea of foreplay, mm-hmm. and this is why it's like interesting. That's why I asked you about like growing up with like mom and sisters, because mm-hmm. I also grew up with three sisters and my mom. Yeah. So it was like I feel like I'm a little bit more feminine, and I know that like females or women, mm-hmm. <laughs> sorry, whatever term you want to use, uh, they uh, tend to like more foreplay yes some because well yeah they don't always just jump right into it not all the time but you know what i mean well foreplay well when you say foreplay i'm thinking of like us giving foreplay usually i don't know how it is what is what exactly is foreplay what like head but like for black people because i don't know if it's different for white people (laughs) so i'll just say this but like for black people most black men don't do foreplay like us give them head they usually just give us head and we get into it (laughs) so like so like i get what you're saying i'm a pleaser and i usually get girls who aren't used to dudes that please them so that's how i stay in there okay okay but um see it's a secret yeah dudes if you if you find a girl that you're like ooh shit because I think a lot of guys think that the sex is more about us and it's really not. It's about both of us. And yeah. what I've been learning about sex is like, I don't think men are taught a lot of how to please women, but I don't think men are taught like how they want to be it's pleased. It's a conversation. Yeah. They like think you that, were saying, it's a language. They think that sex is just please me by just, I'm going to stick it in there. But there's so much more to it. And I don't think we've been taught like how our penises work. Yeah. Really. So what I found out, just really, really weird. Um... I found out that I was watching this circumcision documentary. I love documentaries and I'm a journalist, so I'll be watching the weirdest things. But I watched the documentary and it was like that extra foreskin is like our clit and it creates a lube. So like we don't need lube. Like we don't need like that's our that's our clit. And like a lot of people have it cut off. So we're missing like the full experience of sex. That's why a lot of guys be like, oh, women have better orgasms than us. Yeah, because they have more nerves. Like our nerves were cut off. And it's really enough, you can grow it back. Don't ask me how, but you can grow it back. There's actually people that grow back their foreskin. I'm so serious. <laughs> <laughs> this was not the conversation I thought I was going to have with you, dude. This is amazing. It happens. So, like, they had, like, this little tool and they Tyler put it in Erskine. Yeah. I think your next fucking article <laughs> should be... Dude, think about the clickbaiting. <laughs> you could literally be just honest. How to grow back your foreskin. <laughs> How many clicks would you get? I would click on that. It's a real thing. So wait a minute. Hold on, though. Uh, are you religious? Uh, Sure, yeah. What are you? Are you Christian. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, What denomination? 
non-denomination. Okay. Yeah. So what does that mean? So what Bible do you read? Non-denomination. You read the you read the regular Bible, but like, what is the regular Bible? Like you read the Bible, yeah. but like, but just what certain, Bible? The King James Bible. Yes, but I don't. Yes and no. Like you can't read that, but I don't the, read that version. I read the New King James Version. Okay. Or the because I'm just like. They're just a different interpretation. What the fuck? <laughs> one word, one will say killed and the other one will say murdered. And it's like, what? well, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Because like when you go to school, there's a you got this, yeah. this edition of the Spanish book. And then the next year, there's a new edition. So I don't think there's anything wrong with different. Actually, this is an important question, I guess, because you are a journalist. Mm -hmm. And so since you know all the writing styles or whatever, or not maybe all of them, but you know what I mean? Um, because I have really been looking into religions recently. Mm -hmm. And the ones that really interest me, obviously, like, uh, because I grew up a little bit Christian, are like Judaism and Christianity. Right. And I, and I also looked into Sikh, Sikhism a little bit. like that one, Never too. Never heard that one before. Yeah, it's a, uh, a, I think it's in India. That's the, you should look into it. They have mm -hmm. the largest uh, food kitchen in the world is that what look, I, interest? I looked that up ridge where's that uh kitchen at uh the largest sikh vegan kitchen <laughs> uh they serve like a million and a half or a hundred thousand people a day or something like that mm -hmm. uh but it's and it's all free and everything and there's like a waiting list for uh volunteers mm -hmm. and shit like that it's nuts but they uh as, at least from what I understand is that like they have their own like beliefs on like good and evil and stuff like that. But like they like just accept everybody. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They just like they don't give a fuck. Yeah, so yeah. they're just like, hey, come hang out. Yeah. You know, come to this kitchen. Everyone's welcome. It yeah. doesn't matter. Um, Some Christian churches could be like that. It just depends, man. It just depends. Like everybody have uh, there's Christianity and there's people that just put their own spin on it. Yeah. So you just got to find one that just kind of like vibe with you. Um, I don't do the statue stuff. I'm, okay. not, I'm, not, I'm not praying to no statue. You got no painting. <laughs> Jesus nah, painting angel. Nah, but I my question was going to be is, as a writer, mm -hmm. is using the word killed and, like, using the word murder, is, like, is that going to change a tone? Like, or is that going to change the information being translated so it's like if you're reading like the king james bible or mm -hmm. you're reading the new king james bible or something mm -hmm. like that are you going to get a different understanding because they use different words yes i mean, say that's because words do matter um so for example not saying that i feel this way about you but let's say i was like um eddie you're ugly right yep. you would take that harsher than if i would say eddie you're unattractive so there is a difference okay. in words um but i would just say just find the version that works best for you like okay. because a lot of people don't un so people read the bible but they're not taught how to read the bible yeah so when people be like oh the bible contradicts itself or whatever i just be like no you're reading out of context you're reading it yeah. with the mindset of today but this was written many years ago and a how, whole different how often time do you read the bible every day really yeah now i'm not saying i read like a chapter I'm yeah, just, yeah i'll yeah, read yeah. like a verse yeah yeah but i pretty much read it like every day yeah I used to have a, I, like I said, I'm, I'm not really followed religion, but mm -hmm. I used to have like a Bible, whatever. Have you seen that thing? Where's it at? What? Did you find it? Yes. Where's it at? Um, it's in India. Okay, sweet. Where's it at in India? Um, Golden Temple in India. There you go. It yeah. feeds over uh, 100,000 people daily. Mm. There you go. See? <laughs> Do it. 
Um, no, but um, yeah, I was gonna say I uh, used to have a Bible app on my phone, and I would like get like verses and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like really crazy how the algorithms work. Yeah. it's like I don't know if everyone's getting the exact same verse yeah. as me, yeah. but it is very nuts sometimes. Like where you'll be going through life, and you'll just have something like I actually, like I said, I'm not like religious, but I've been like listening to religious stories and everything. And someone was going through a really hard time and they're like, why does bad stuff always happen to good people? And I was like, dude, you should really read the story of Job right now because Mm -hmm. that dude, you know, he was like, he was like the follower of God. He was like God's favorite or whatever. And he was like getting fucked. (laughs) And And it was like, dude, yeah man um i would just say man just like for you know anybody listening i would just i would just always i mean you went to church as a kid you just yeah. going but like it's a personal relationship and yeah. i was just you know in college and i well basically high school for real just going through stuff and i just try to like find stuff that would help me out in there and uh-huh. it did and that's how i kind of just developed that relationship and it's very very important to me but i'm not like no I don't want to like my relationship with Jesus is definitely real, but yeah. I'm not like no Jesus freak. I'm going to like crucify you for like stuff that you do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if you ask me advice, I'm more than likely if I don't feel like you're a spiritual person, I'll ask you like what kind of advice you want. You want okay. me to give you the the Jesus version or you want yeah. me to give you like the street version, yeah. you know, but I'm not going to judge somebody for what they do. Heck, I still do a lot of so stuff. So how do you read the Bible? So I, uh, I, and I know a lot of people are going to hate this, but like, I like to listen to, uh, Jordan Peterson a lot mm-hmm. and he does a lot of like Bible, uh, he does like a lot of religious, whatever conversations. And he always does it in like a full, like philosophical way. And he always talks about young or, uh, Nietzsche or whatever. Uh, and he always talks about what they would say about like certain things. And, uh, like, so let me ask you don't believe in like a guy in the sky do you a guy in the sky yeah like, like a physical guy yeah no okay god what, is a, what would you say god is is a spirit spirit i don't, I don't mean like to an refer energy to, yeah i don't mean to refer to him as he, he can be he yeah, she, yeah, whatever yeah. but yeah he's a spirit would you say that spirit and energy share the same yeah it's just whatever. a different like we talked about earlier just a different word or different so, way to frame it because I always, I always like think about this. Because I feel like as twenty first century people, mm-hmm. we feel like we are the smartest that we've ever been mm-hmm. on planet Earth, and you know we have these books that have lasted mm-hmm. a thousand years. Yeah. What do you know that's happened in the twenty first century recently in our lifetimes, at least like that since we've been born, that's lasted, you know the entire time that we've been alive. The only thing that I can really think of is the internet. Mm-mm. What year was you born? 95. I was born in 90. So I, I, I was before the internet. Yeah, yeah. So I wouldn't say the internet. Um, but I mean like, like what, like I'm talking like culturally, like, like, is there like a song that you listen to every single day? Is there like a, is there like a thing that you like, literally you know if like you open the bible mm-hmm. or every day mm-hmm. to read a verse mm-hmm. is there anything other than like you know the internet and your phone you know technology wise other than like technology like is there any like cultural item music wise poetry anything else that you would open every, every day? day um 
See, that's what I'm saying. I don't think so, no. Mm -mm. That's crazy. Yeah. So it's like we think that we're the smartest now mm -hmm. than we've ever been. Yeah. But yet these people have something that has lasted over time and people still choose it over the other distractions that are out today. And what are we talking about again? The Bible? What yeah. We, okay. We're talking <laughs> about, we're, well, I was talking about like how we, like a lot of people in the 21st century think we're, we're the smartest yeah, yeah. now that we've ever been. Yeah. But it's like, but like you were saying, it's like this book was written thousands of years ago. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like they know. were saying something that like they understood on a different level. We just don't understand it in our English tongue. Right. And we didn't live back then so we don't know the customs and the times you know exactly. like just like in the 90s you could say faggot you could say retarded but yeah. now it's kind of like harsh to say those things you know what i'm saying yeah. so um but i like i don't know a lot of people isn't it funny that we always say it's like now it's hard to say those things as we're saying it's like, <laughs> just weird I, I, i'm gonna say i'm gonna say faggot just because like that i would say be careful i've been like, called that my entire life <laughs> Am I not allowed to talk about my experience? I would just say, I say it if the person allows me to call them that. Yeah. Like, some gay people refer themselves as faggots or yeah. queers or something like that. But you just got to be careful, like, know which, yeah. which one you can say it with, I guess. But I don't know. A lot of people question uh, the good book, but I'd say books are very powerful, man. A lot of people question books, but they're very, very powerful. Books are probably, like, one of the most powerful things on this earth, for real. Do you uh, ever look into the books outside the Bible? Nah. No? Nah. You're not a non-canon guy? Nah, not at all. Nah, I just I thought about becoming a Jehovah's Witness at one time, but it just didn't make sense to me. Like we all gonna die, just go to paradise. Yeah. That just didn't make sense. But what about like some of the like the other books, like outside the Bible? Yeah. So like the books. I mean, are, I've read other books, like skimmed it, like like I'm talking like uh the, like maybe I miss uh maybe maybe you're answering the question. I'm talking like the sections of the Bible that they just left out. So like the mm -hmm. book of uh, like Judas or like, or maybe not Judas, but like the book of uh, Enoch or whatever, mm -hmm. like the w weird ones that talk about stuff. Maybe you are talking about that, but yeah, yeah. I, no, I do they follow that. that too? Jehovah Witnesses? Maybe they do. I don't know. The what, book of Enoch. I don't know what Jehovah's Witnesses do to be honest yeah. with you. I know they don't celebrate a lot of stuff. Yeah. And that's what threw okay. me off. Like, no, you're going to celebrate so me. Just, okay. <laughs> yeah. But no, I don't. Um, not that they're wrong or anything yeah. like that i just i just haven't got all i mean the bible is a pretty long book i haven't yeah. got through it all so yeah. like yes yeah, i just haven't had a desire to look at any other book for real and do you do you think that it's okay that it's a like a curated book by people yeah yeah i don't yeah. i don't have a problem with that i okay. mean you read books now you you might see a name on the thing but there's a ghostwriter yeah you know what i'm okay. saying like okay. i just look at it as like i look at it as one big book with a collection of books that's how i look at it yeah and so. which is how you should look at it yeah it's not i feel like it's like it's almost honestly it's almost like how people like look at joe rogan where it's like mm -hmm. it's like oh he's representing the truth it's like dude he's just a dude it's yeah. just a book yeah. and it's a book that has little books in it and not every single book is gonna be perfect Some, <laughs> sometimes sometimes they say gay people aren't cool yeah. and it's like you're like uh maybe i'm not gonna listen to that part of that book <laughs> then, but like you know what i mean but like other than that it's like you can you know i feel like people are just like looking thing into things too deeply which is something that i think that you know as people we need to like really think about 
because I think think a lot of people expect people to explain themselves mm-hmm. way too much. And yeah. I think that it should be our jobs to learn the language that they're speaking and interpret it. Yeah. Because if you don't do it, then you're not, you're not going to get the right context. It's like mm-hmm. reading a text message and getting the wrong emotion. You know right. what I mean? Because you're like, what are you saying right now? <clears throat> so are we still talking about, are we still talking about the Bible? Or are we talking about Joe Reagan? We're talking about the Bible. Okay. <laughs> um, yes. I He's feel like, like, where are we right now? <laughs> no, I just want to make sure I'm on the same page as you. Yes. Uh, you do got to like read it in context, but I don't think a lot of churches teach people how to read the Bible in context. How, how do you read the Bible? Exactly. Ooh. Like when you open your app, so we got the light. I, uh-huh. So what is that? An hour? I don't know. Uh, it's been an hour already? No, it's uh, 57 minutes. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. So, yeah, we're going to talk as long as yeah, you want. Okay. I was going to say, um, but uh, when you open your app and you're reading your verse, mm-hmm. how do you read it exactly? Like, what are the thoughts that you go into? Because this is, like I said, I've been looking into it and I want to talk to people who yeah. are religious because it's like people do it differently. Um, it's a it's called a coordinates. So you will want to get a coordinates. I think that's Ooh. how you pronounce it. And basically, it just um, it explains to you, if I'm not mistaken, what words mean in Greek. So that way, when you see a oh. word, because when you see a word in the Bible, you're looking at it from an English diction di- uh, definition, which is fine to some extent. But since this is a different time, you need to read it in Greek because that's you know Greek, whatever. And then you can get like a real definition of it. So one one word may mean something in an American definition, but in Greek, it means something totally different. And then when you see it in Greek, then you can get a full understanding of it. So a lot of people don't like to read the King James Version because at the end of words, it'll say like seeketh or or other other words that, you know, add a little extra on the end. But you got to understand like what that extra part means. Like so if it has like a TH on the end, it means like continuous. So like that part in the Bible where it says like, um, oh wow, like seek the Lord or whatever. It's like saying like do it continuously, you know what I'm saying? But that's something that they don't really teach in church. So you have to go to the right church and oh, make sure shit. you're like you're being taught by the right person. You know what I'm saying? And then like if you're just your you average, you go to church. Yeah, which church you go to? You I go to um, the city of Zion. Okay. Yeah, I'll, like they're like downtown. Zion, yeah. Zion, so you gotta make sure you pick the right person. You know what I'm saying? Like every it's like a therapist. Yeah, you maybe yeah. you gotta make sure you pick the right person, and you gotta make sure they like you feel what they're saying. Like okay. if you're a gay person and you go to church, you want to have a relationship with the Lord, but a pastor is saying that they don't condemn like gay sex. Obviously, don't go to that church. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, go to one where the lead, Find a safe yeah, place. where the pastor is like we accept all. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, and then like you just gotta make sure that they know what they're talking about. And then, but I wish churches would do more like with the people in the congregation would would be like teach them how to read. Yeah, the word and stuff like that. Some churches is just too big, and some churches have like small groups where they'll do that type of stuff like you, like that. But yeah, is I, we need to be taught how to read it so that we can understand it. Yeah, well, and that's why I was saying it was like interesting. That's that's why I like listening to like Jordan Peterson, because like when he talks about like a story, mm-hmm. he like it's like, I when I read a story, I sometimes like I feel like I do it sometimes how people you know claim the bible is is like literal it's like i'm reading yeah. a story and i'm like oh shit whatever this guy's like in a like wilderness or whatever and he's talking to like a bush that's burning or whatever but then this guy you know he was talking about the story about uh like moses 
and uh, how he was like leading his people in the desert, and then there was these snakes that kept bothering the people. Mm-hmm. And then he like goes to God because the people are like, "Go talk to God and tell him to stop the snakes." And he tells them like, "Go get a snake that's bronze, put it on a staff, and then make them look at it every day." Yeah, yeah. And it's like he was saying that that's like supposed to teach bravery instead of like just getting rid of the problem. It's like mm-hmm. facing your problems and like. De- and I was like, "What?" Yeah. I was like, "This is like an interpretation." <laughs> I was like, "What?" It's like so. We're not talking about snakes here. We're talking about bravery. Yeah, you can't look at it literally. That's but, like that's, but that's like how like how do you figure out even what it's saying? Well, you got to have somebody that can teach you. First of all, that's the most important. So thing. a mentor. Yes, if you got that, then you'll be in good hands for Hell sure. Yeah. But you can't just have everybody teach you. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But how um, long have you been a Christian for? Have, your whole life, or like when did you get like serious? Nine. Serious, sixteen. Okay. Yeah. So it's been a while, but I got Dang. saved at nine though. Okay. But I didn't really like fully understand. Is that being baptized or? Um, no. So basically, like you just go up there and confess Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. Okay. Baptized that you should do that. Um, I'm still looking more into that. I've been baptized, but like okay. they say, like when I first got saved, they didn't say nothing about being baptized. But like as I got older, they was like, yeah, when you get saved, you should get baptized too. So, mm. um, yeah, there was something I was about to say, but I forgot. Oh, yeah. But one thing I like about the Bible, though, a lot of people say the Bible isn't relatable, but it very much so is. I mean, we've all known somebody that's betrayed us. Yeah. Um, Moses, he had a speech impediment. Like, he stuttered a lot. Oh, um, Paul, he, like, killed Christians at one point, and I think he had depression. Like, so oh, the, yeah, that, like, that was right. Yeah, he used yeah. to. Yeah, I So, like, the that. Bible is, like, super relatable. Like, people just don't read it in the white ray yeah it's pretty much but it's super duper relatable though damn yeah okay so uh you also do photography mm-hmm. and uh what sort of that i have no idea man one time one time i went to atlanta and we had like the little camcorder the little polaroid pictures or whatever and i took one with me and i just was taking pictures of buildings i don't know i got like an infatuation with like buildings and like landscapes and stuff like that and it just always been that way and i've just like always like pictures and it's kind of like a hobby if i could do it full time so that way i could just make money and make good money and still do my comedy stuff would be ideal but i don't really know man i just like taking pictures like any type of picture really okay yeah and then you i was talking to you earlier and uh you see you've not done like a wedding or anything but you said you'd be interested i would interested yeah i would like to but i don't have enough of a of a establishment to do okay. that because I don't want to mess nobody's wedding up. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Have you done like any work like for people? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done like port uh, like pictures for like people like I've worked with like their daughters and stuff like that for when they turn one and and stuff like that and uh, individuals. But they they definitely want to see more work before they book you. But I'm just a busy person. I don't be really be having the time. What do you do all the time? My job. That's what gets oh, in the way. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Totally like those, forgot. those eight hours are yeah. in the way, dude. I know, dude. I mean, today, I, t- I mean, I work four tens, but like, I get it, man. Ten hours, like in a day, like, yeah. like, I thought eight hours was crazy. Like, and I, it's like great. I have the like Friday off, but like, when you like have to like leave early in the morning and then still get home, and then you have to like rush to get to the open mic, and it's like I have a dog, you know, yeah. what I mean? it's like I have to like walk my dog shower eat feed my dog it's like i have to do the bachelor life is not easy a lot of people think it is but it's not you're doing everything by yourself especially yeah especially if you have animals like um, i'm not just saying a dog but like a cat or anything you just got if you're a responsible person 
you've got work to do and it's just I'm, like, I'm running all day yeah like as soon as i get off i'm at the gym then i come home i cook i might work on some jokes or say i'm gonna work on some jokes and don't <laughs> then i go to a mic yeah it's it's hard finding the time but it's i mean it's definitely uh it's definitely worth it though yeah so how many hours it. a week would you say that you spend taking pictures no, I don't take them that often for uh, oh, really? especially in the especially in the wintertime. Like it's not happening. But I'll really? take them like at shows. Like when I do my shows, I'll take You're them not like get for any the winter shots. Nah, my All hands the crows too cold. or anything. Mm, nah. nah, but I I work like every day. Like so, I don't really be having the time. Are to you do more of like pictures. an urban shooter? Are you gonna spend time in the woods or? I can, yeah, I can do anything for real. Hell yeah. Um, but I don't do like I see I follow two people and they're like great photographers. I wish I was on their level, but they do like stuff where they have like people come in their home, something like similar to this and they have a backdrop. I'm not doing all that. Like, I don't <laughs> I don't need everybody to know where I live at. Like, yeah, I don't yeah, I'm not doing all that. I got you. But um, but yeah, they and I don't think they do it full time, but they I could I don't know, tell dude, they man, look a lot. They mean, make a lot of money. Could, I was going to say, like, <clears throat> people are willing to go to your place yeah if you're close like they're willing and yeah. it's like if you have a fair price but if you see my pictures and you see the, the two photographers i'm talking about i'm not on their level but yet. that's what i'm saying though yeah. it's like you start off with like people like you know i'm not saying i'm gonna get pictures but like i like like me mm -hmm. you know and then you know you start at a low level and eventually you work your way up and then yeah. all of a sudden like now you can start offering these like high level headshots or yeah. whatever, you know what I mean? But I, I did just get a different lens and it, it's the quality is way better. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, but I like it though. It's, it's something to do. I like it. It's fun. Hell yeah. Yeah. I do a lot of stuff, man. I really do. It's, I do too much to be honest. But like I was saying earlier, dude, that's like artists. Yeah. yeah. Like as an artist, you like, you can't, I, I mean, I do like music. I, uh, you know, I like to write uh, skits. I haven't like done any of them yet, but mm -hmm. like I write them and I, you know, it's just you can't lock yourself in to just one nah. thing. Because if you do, you, you're just I don't know. It's it's not true expression in my in, in my opinion. I, because, learned, yeah. I learned that very early in my intern days. So I interned at a radio, oh, really? I interned at a radio station, too um i think when i got to channel 10 they was like yeah because they was like telling me like yeah when you get your first tv job you're gonna do everything you're gonna have to record you're gonna have to set up the camera shoot it edit it write it and they weren't lying like you do all of that at first oh shoot. and then when you get to the bigger cities then you don't have to do all that that's when you just come in and you just talk you know what i'm saying like you might write a little bit but you know, so I had to learn, but I like it because it makes you more well versed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like somebody exactly. somebody comes to me and be like, "Do you know how to produce?" Yeah, I can produce. I can direct. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Um, you have an idea for programs, or yeah, you know, yeah like oh, this yeah. is free, or like hey, there's a discount yeah. on this one. It's like, it's it, it's crazy because like I have so many people that come into this place and they're just like, "Dang, this this got you got a lot of shit going on here," and it's just like, dude, like at this point in like in this time frame where we're at in time, like if you're not like invested in like what you're doing and you want it to be successful, good luck. Yeah. Cause it's like you like 
people have to, and I've heard, and I've heard this from not just like, you know, artists or whatever, but just like financial advisors, people who invest in stuff or start businesses. Mm -hmm. uh, they say you have to invest in yourself. If people don't see you spending money on yourself, yeah. no one's going to give you money. Yeah, 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 They have to see you spending your money first before they're like, oh, wow, he just put 10 grand into himself and he's doing this huge project and it's looking pretty good. I'm going to put some money towards it too. Like mm -hmm. you can't expect people to just give you money for nothing. Like, yeah. you, like you said, you don't have a good enough resume to just like get people to start paying you. It's a lot of work when it's getting started, but you just gotta, yeah. you just gotta keep going. Awesome. Um, I do a lot, man. I do acting too. I, I, I used to know how to sing. I mean, I still yeah. do, but you know, I just don't really do it for everybody. When I was uh, doing theater, when I first got here, I, uh, one of the things that I was doing a lot of is karaoke. Mm. They would go out to karaoke and I was talking about this last week, I think, but like, it was like a totally different thing. Cause they were doing it shit on people. Mm -hmm. Cause it wasn't like, Oh, you go there, get drunk and everything. It was like, Oh, I'm going to go there and crush this Disney song. What type or, of theater were you doing? Like what theater were you uh, doing? I just, uh, I mean, I only did one theater show, but mm -hmm. it was uh, Shrek the Musical. Okay. Dude, it was at Wagnalls uh, near like Canal Winchester. I don't know exactly what area that is. But yeah, it was a, it was a good show. Uh, I had fun. I tried out for Donkey, mm -hmm. but uh, my I got sick at the time. And mm -hmm. so my voice was fucked up and I was trying to do the song. Or wait, I didn't do... Actually, no. I wanted to do Donkey, but I got sick. So I went with my backup and I tried to try out for Lord Farquaad. But my fucking voice was just so fucked up, and yeah. I'm just not trained. Like it was a long time. It was my first audition in a really long yeah. time. So, but I mean, I got a part, and uh, it was fun. I got to do the little speech before the entire musical too, so it was cool. You so. actually don't live too far from my agent. There's a agency around the corner. You have an agent? Yeah, I'm. A, I'm a like legit actor. Like I haven't been in nothing big, but I have an agent. Oh shit! It's not hard to get. Uh, <laughs> who's it through? Um. Dang, I just got him. It's uh, it's called PCG. I don't know the actual name. I was name. just about to say that. Yeah, yeah, I PCG. was. I, I've been told that that's a good one. That that it is a good one. Yeah. Yeah. I just signed with them like last summer because the one I had before them like closed. So it was either them or Heyman. Yeah. And I, I heard that PCG was the one that I was told about was that one. Yeah. PCG is cool. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. Okay. Yeah. It's not too far from me. You should definitely check. So it out. exactly, how does an agent work? So they'll just email you like jobs. Um, like so, last night I got emailed about like a uh, a job for like NBA, like an NBA commercial they're doing for All Star Weekend, and another. What is the payment like? So like they'll tell you like so like say the NBA one was like um, if you're like an actual character it'll be like two thousand dollars. But what about the agent? Oh, so they'll take like it depends. Like if you're a SAG actor, like an actor in a union. They'll take like 20%, no, 10. And then if you're a non-union actor, which means you haven't done enough union jobs yet to become in the union to be SAG, then they'll take 20%. Okay. And but so it's like pro bono until you land a job? No, no, no. So what happens is like you'll get you the pay job. Up front? No, you'll get the job. And then after you do the work, um, they have 90 days to pay you. After day 90, if they don't pay you, you need to be calling your agent like where my money at and uh then you get the money okay but it's different it depends if it's like a one-day production or if it's okay. like a print ad though but you're not paying this person to find you the work mm -mm. 
Oh, okay, okay. No. That's okay. I, I was asking the question wrong. No, no, no. Okay. And then, like, if you do like a commercial, so commercial basically runs like on thirteen week increments. Okay. So let's say I booked a gig with Pizza Hut and I did a Pizza Hut commercial. So for did those you thirteen, do no, I'm yeah. just like giving an example. Uh, that'd be awesome. <laughs> so for like those thirteen weeks, I would get My name paid. Is Tyler Erskine. <laughs> I love Pizza Hut. <laughs> I would this get paid. Great. I would get paid those thirteen weeks, whatever the rate was. So say it was ten thousand dollars. So I would get paid ten thousand dollars for thirteen weeks. Okay. So it's beneficial, but you got to land a job first. Yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's the big thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, I was, I was really interested because I've heard a bunch of different like styles of agents and stuff like that, and the ones you want to watch out for, and that's like the best style that I've heard is like the ones that are like legit agents are like, hey, I'm not gonna take money from you until you get a job. Yeah, you know I mean? if somebody's taking money from you up front, then no. Uh, only thing you should be paying up front is like your headshot. Yeah. That's of about course, it. exactly. Yeah. But you will want to wait until you get the agent first to see what kind of headshot they would want you to get. Okay. So you don't waste money because yeah. headshots can be kind of expensive. Now, do you tell them what kind of like uh, actor you want to be? Yeah, they'll ask you like, well, this one is different. The first one I had, no, they didn't tell me like I didn't, they didn't have no conversation with me about what was my plans. Okay. So I did have to have that conversation and then eventually it just didn't go nowhere because they closed up. But with this <laughs> one, I told them up front like I want to do movies. I want to do TV shows, blah, blah, blah. And then I did my audition Specifically for, comedy or dramatic or... I like drama. I like drama more. Oh, yeah. And especially when you figure out how to act, you'll realize that comedians mostly do drama. Okay. Um, because when you do comedy movies in general, like let's take uh, The Hangover, for example. That was a very traumatic experience. Yeah. But somehow they had to do it well enough to convince you that it was funny. Yeah. When it wasn't funny. Yeah. Like, but it is funny. You know what I'm saying? So but when you have like a comedian and they do drama roles, it it's a, it's easier. Okay. It's easier. But those comedy movies are not easy. Like, cause those are real life situations that you have to make funny. Okay. So yeah. Dude, hell yeah. Well, um you have an instagram page mm -hmm. uh ty what is it it's just tied underscore underscore ty dot e underscore underscore for the business page it's just the number five i v e and then the word five and then underscore yeah and that's your uh film yeah okay yeah and then uh if people want to check your podcast out that's the session yep and that's on the Spotify, the Apples, everything. Yep. Hell yeah. And you go through Anchor and everything. Yep. Hell yeah. And we'll be having a new season drop like this sometime this spring. Hell yeah. So yep. you do seasons. Yeah. It's easier to me. Okay. I just do too so, much. Okay. So, so uh, what are your seasons like? Um, I've been playing with it a little bit. At first, I was doing shows all the time. Then the pandemic happened. And then I, I was just people didn't feel comfortable, which I get. Yeah. So then uh, I started back up and was trying to do it all the time, too. But as you know, sometimes it can be hard to find guests. Yeah. So I just did it in seasons to make it easier on me and less stress. So I just do 10 episodes. I just bring on six guests and then I do four topics okay. to make it switch up a little bit. Yo, I'm going to be honest, though. Trying to find guests I thought was going to be hard. <laughs> it's so easy. Yeah. Especially when like you like because like I don't have a lot of friends in the comedy scene. Mm -hmm. Well, at least I didn't at first. I'm like growing now. I don't know like you know what it is or whatever, but I uh I had like, you know, whatever the freaks in like the comedy scene. And I was like, "Hey, I got a podcast coming out." And I had like, you know, Chris Johnson. I knew up for up front that he was going to be my first guest. And it's shit because I'm like salty that I like fucked up all the sound and everything on mm -hmm. the first episode cuz uh he's just such a good guy. But um Everyone like Jeff Ladala and everybody was like, oh, like 
when am I going to be on the podcast? Yeah. I'm like, dude, all right. People well. don't ask me, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. I'll be having a hard time uh, just finding people. Yeah, um, the the hardest thing about doing podcasts is to get guests to open up to you right away. Yeah. Especially if you do, especially if they do know you. Sometimes well, see, they be real close I off. probe inappropriately mm -hmm. sometimes so like yeah. i was recently like the other day i was talking to this uh woman who works in a like a pediatric mm -hmm. care unit and i really wanted to figure out how i was able to ask her if she's seen kids die without like being like because a lot of people are like wow eddie what a fucking asshole thing to ask like yeah. that but i was like I was like, oh, are we close enough for me to just like ask that? And I was like, but then she kind of brought it up because she's like, it's been a tough week. And I was like, yes. Why was it a tough week? Tell me. And yeah. then she told me, and I was like, yes, yes. Now we opened up into what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like, ah, I love it. Yeah, it's fun. It's I fun. love trying to get people to open up. I love trying to get all that shit. But. Yeah, I usually take a break. So I'll do like 30 minutes and then commercial, then come back. Okay. Usually the second half, that's when they open up. And I'll be like, dang, I needed this energy when we first, <laughs> when we first started. So I'm just trying to learn how to do that. But, yeah, I do want to bring on more comics. I just like a variety of people, though. Yo, yeah. but that's honestly why I like your podcast. Because uh, one of the things that I've noticed is a lot of people have only comedians on. And mm -hmm. I have. I've had musicians on, artists on, uh I had another person on, uh, we had to pull the episode, but she was like a zoologist and stuff like that uh, and everything and uh, really loves <laughs> comedy. <laughs> and then uh, what else? And then, you know, my HBO guy. So it's like I have I, my goal for this podcast is to promote the locals mm -hmm. because I feel like a lot of people are doing cool things, but everyone's really bad at marketing. Yeah, so yeah. if I can, you know, double it up being like, Hey, come on my podcast. You know, your people will hopefully come and watch me. I'll tell my people to watch you. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, it's like a, you know, I want to build a community. I feel like it should be a community of people trying to help each other. That's what I was telling you earlier with the Cap City Comics thing. Like, I would love it if we started all doing like videos and stuff like that yeah. together and like doing skits and trying to promote Columbus comedy as like a thing. Cause that's, that's the way to get your podcast out there is, you know, get on other people's podcasts, but people that have podcasts, get them on yours. Yeah. And then people will jump ship, go back and forth. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. But it works. Tyler. I fucking love you, bro. Oh, Thank you too, so man. much. Appreciate you. Guys, this was fucking episode 15. Help, I'm high. Can't get down. Thanks for listening. And we'll see you guys next week.